0: Welcome to another episode of live at the family barbecue your boy AWOL, is here again with
1: the one and only Imani Shani. what everyone tunes in for every week
0: and we got a we got another reoccurring guest my guy won't you go out and tell him hey you got you got a lot of uh you got a lot of flack the last time you was on here man was for sorry. your uh relationship advice I'm
1: in the house. <laughs> well it wasn't it wasn't it for me. It
0: was from other people. <laughs> I got mad texts. I got mad texts and <laughs> oh, tweets. So man, that nigga Nigel tripping, man. Can't let nobody go. With my wife. Okay, good. That's cool. I mean, uh, go ahead, Nigel. Tell him. Tell him your your full alias. Oh, my full alias. Yeah, I got. Two I gave you names. a new name yesterday. Oh man, I forgot
2: that. I'm gonna keep it a honey. What, what was it? <laughs> oh no, I got some. I got skinny. Um, skinny
0: black man. Uh,
1: Skinny black
0: No, no, no. it's a pimp named oh, Mobetta. Name yeah, pimp named name Mo And we got we got two special people in the uh you know the background. They they just checking us out today. Why uh my big homie, Chuck Johnson. We got a new one in here too. Carmen, you you gonna say hi or are you just gonna take pictures? Carmen Pop. Carmen Pop is in the building. We're gonna ask her a question before she gets out of here so she can get on the mic one time. So we're gonna jump right into it. It's good to be back. Um We got uh, Nigel's uh, favorite R&B singer in the headlines again, R. Kelly, man. What's up? Hey, look, R. Kelly
2: letting me down. blood. I don't even know what to say about that. But I don't know why we surprised, man. I don't know why we surprised. Um, I'm going to keep it real. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with R. Kelly. I'm officially... Like, done. What does that mean, though? That means, like, you know, no more I believe I can fly. You lying. You're not. He's lying. Like, you know, there's no more, like, (laughs) you know, there's, you know, as hard as that is, as much as I want to step in the name of love,
0: can't do it no more. Okay. Yo, I said I was gonna stop listening to R. Kelly when I uh, read this one today, and then I played the Street Dreams remix as soon as I got in the car. I forgot that R. Kelly was on it. Look, that's know, how phenomenal
2: he is, bro. Look, you just gotta be more conscious of what you're doing. You know what I mean?
0: You know.
1: So now, so now you going cold turkey then on kills? You going cold turkey? That's what I'm hearing.
2: You know what I'm doing? I'm just not going to listen to my R&B playlist.
1: So you gonna cut out a whole playlist?
2: Thirty percent of my of my R and B playlist has There's R, R Kelly. Kelly on it. You
0: can't have R and I I can't just you keep can't have R&B you know skipping songs. That's
2: not you know I, I don't got time for that.
0: So I rather just you know. So here's my thing. So the girl the girl who came forward her name is Jeronda Pace, and she was the the story is kind of I don't I don't really know if I believe it, but I just believe he he really ain't shit. So it really don't matter if the story is true. But it's just the fact that his name is in it again. But anyway, her name is Jeronda Pace. She's 24 now. She's married, got three kids. She's a happy woman. But she said, you know, when she was uh, 15, her favorite uh, R&B singer, her favorite artist was R. Kelly uh, because of the Chocolate Factory album. That's the one that had the Ignition remix on it. You when know, she was Filling fill on your booty. 15, 14, something like that. Mm. So, anyway, that was my first thing. It was like, I don't know who was tripping off R. Kelly at 15 like that. She said she was at his trial every day while it was going on in Chicago. At 15? She was skipping school okay. to go to the trial in Chicago every day. She ended up meeting him as he was walking into court every day. And somehow on MySpace, his manager reached out to her and they linked up later. By this time, she was 16. And they started dating, and he had sex with her a whole bunch of times. And she said she was really only coming forward because of the sex cult that they had talked about a few months ago because she said he was abusive, spitting on her, slapping her, all sorts of stuff like that. So she said the only reason she's coming forward is so these girls that's in the house right now could know that they need to get out. Mm. And that's it. That's all she said about it. But she said she got documents talking about... You know, he has signed them for her to be quiet and all of that. So my question is, why why, now?
2: Probably more comfortable because all the, you know, the sex cult stuff is out now. So she feels more comfortable with that information for her being able to express the experiences she claims to have. You think it's true? You think it's real?
0: It was I'm, just I'm, a story I'm, I'm, that was yeah, like...
2: I'm 51-49. It's not real, but... I mean, R. Kelly always seemed to find his way into something. You know what I mean? What you think, Money?
1: Mm, it's kind of tough, and I feel like a lot of these situations, no one is ever really going to know the truth except the two people involved, which is her and R. Kelly. So, I just feel like... I mean, it's good. And if there's not good that it happened to her, but I think it's good that she's coming out with it. Because I feel like, especially with things nowadays, um, a lot of women are scared to talk about this type of stuff now because of social media, because they are going to get looked at as lying or seeking attention or whatever. So if it is true, I'm happy that she came out with it. If it can help those girls that are um, wrapped up in whatever's going on with R. Kelly, I'm glad she came out with it right now. I think it was the perfect time.
0: I feel you. That was actually a, that was a good response. But another thing, I don't need nothing else from R. Kelly though. I, I don't All need right. nobody else but, but to but say that thing, didn't you know, like, what about Here's the his... thing. But wait a minute. I'm gonna. Look, I'm not gonna lie to y'all and say I'm about to stop listening. And I believe I can fly. It's just not gonna happen. It's not about to happen. But I can say, I can say that at the end of the day, black folks need to stop giving R. Kelly their money. We need to bootleg all of these CDs. We need to burn them old school, 1995 style. So we ain't even got to stream them no more. So we could just have them and play them in the car, burn them to the iPod, whatever you got to do. But R. Kelly don't need to get nobody else's money. I told you, after he did that interview where my man asked him if he was into teenagers, and he said, well, how old is that? I was like, okay, like, we don't really need to hear nothing else. Like, he likes little girls. So, what do you
1: mean? By but am I about to say he ain't
0: talented? Am I about to say he ain't talented? No. Like, I'm just about to go cold turkey on his albums? I doubt it. But what you was about to say, Nigel? I'm going to say, I want to know
2: who is, it? like, these people that's around him, like, his team that's been around him all these years, like, they okay? Like, with some of these stuff this man has been. You know what I mean? Accused of, or they're like okaying with? Yeah, you how old? You 15, 16? Sure, come on. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, where, all, where sick. Did, they all, all sick. That's what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean? Where does your morals come in as a as a man? Like yeah, they may be your partner. You may be doing business with them, but what it. Where did, at some point, you haven't pulled him to the side and set him down? You I know bro, what I mean? As a least, bro, like, bro, like, you know what I mean? You
0: need to... At least 18.
1: That's facts.
2: Like,
0: At least and, let her finish prom. Come on, man.
1: since that girl brought up his manager, uh, manager needs to speak up.
0: Yeah.
2: That's all I'm saying.
0: You know what I mean? Like, right no circle around you, like, you know what I mean? Because I think the other is, I think what comes into it, and I think we see it all the time, you got people who will take raps for you if you if you're the breadwinner, like, people going to take that fall. People going to try and let you get away with things, like, especially if it's people who ain't got no hustle, like, really themselves. So I don't know if those are the type of people he's dealing with. But at the end of the day, like, R. Kelly, bro, I need to get him a wife, bro, an old-ass wife, like, hella old. Like 60, 70 hella old. Like, like hella old And Kelly, then he Kelly, just need to like Just step out of it You can't get accused of sex cults And everything else And then just the past keep 20 years Yeah and just, just keep going Like freestyling mm. And then at every concert You licking someone in the mouth Having yeah. a, It's just like It ain't a good look So That's my advice R. Kelly for marry Kelly, him man. A beautiful black woman That will never age And he'll be alright man But shoot They said he beat up On his last wife Oh damn Well um uh, so anyway that's prayer yeah he he need a little bit of something (laughs) so uh you want to take the this is this is an interesting topic because i want to see how this would affect american men and black american men in particular
1: what amir is talking about is recently india had a um they have a ban right now on instant divorce and What it says is India's top court ruled the practice of triple talak. We'll go into that as unconstitutional. Campaigners hailed the decision as a huge victory for the country's 90 million Muslim women. Most Islamic countries have banned triple talak, but India doesn't have um, uniform laws on marriage. So, what they say, triple talak was. So
0: talak is. I, I think I think it's Arabic. I think it's Arabic. It's, Don't yes, call me, it's, it's, but it it's Arabic, Arabic for divorce. So basically, the women in India—it's like a hundred. It's like no, it's like ninety million Muslims in uh, India, and they all go by this rule. So talak is ba- triple talak is basically—it means uh, divorce in Arabic—and all men have the power to break up or not break up, but divorce their wife by saying this word three times. It don't matter if it's text, email, phone call, writing it in the sand, uh, Morse code. All they got to do is say it or get it to their wife three times, and they're immediately cut from all ties of marriage. They ain't got to take the care of the kids. The divorce is
1: final. Yeah,
0: the divorce is final. There's <laughs> no counseling, no none of that. Like They ain't got to take care of the kids, nothing. Like it's cold turkey they cut off.
1: You say one word three, three times, times and you out your marriage.
2: That's too much power for um,
0: anybody. Certain individuals. Um, That's crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with so that. So basically, but they were saying like it's in the Quran, but a lot of Muslims were saying like. Just, you know, just like with everything, you don't take, you know, some stuff is was for that time or, you know, whatever time period it was, like, you don't bring it into modern times. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was something that you learn from, whatever, and move on. So a lot of them were saying, like, nah, like, we need to get rid of that. But then it was a lot of, like, Muslims that was like, nah, we need to keep this. Mm-hmm. So...
1: That's crazy. That's, that's, like, I don't even... I can't even, and it's crazy though because my best friend, she's Muslim and she's in Egypt right now. And I thought, I've talked to her about that and just how different it is for men and women when it comes to marriage and everything out there compared to in America. And it's like, it's, people talk a lot of, a lot of mess about America, men, But i tell you one thing. No way. I'm not having it. Period, point blank. I'm not having it. Say what you want. That's, I couldn't do that. Yeah,
0: that's that's a little bit too much power to have. Like, first off, I think divorce is too easy anyway. Like, even in America, I think divorce is too easy. Like, when you take, yeah, like, even when you take, when, when you take a vow, like, to me, like, it's words supposed to be bomb. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you take a vow, you said through sickness and health, through life and death, whatever, whatever, till death do us part. Like it's how much does that really mean Like you know what I'm saying Because these are words you're supposed to live by These are words that Like it's literally what it means Till death do us part So if by anything Whether it's money Whatever Whatever Like And people can just get divorced And not even really have to talk But you don't even got to see people To get divorced these days Unless you get in the paper sign Like I think it's still easy here It ain't like Through a text message Saying it three times easy <laughs> But it's like, you know, with our grandparents, like, they wasn't getting divorced for no reason. No problem, no problem. Like, no whether, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you hear that some of the stories they had, like, and it was just a different time period. They were so much colder back then. Like, you know what I'm saying? They was going through so much civil rights, everything else. Like, they just ain't have a lot of time for no nonsense. So, anyway, I'm just saying, like, I think divorce is too easy, period. But when you put a woman, like, in a position... Where all of a sudden, like just because you could be, they was talking about it was dudes divorcing their wives because their bread was too sour. Like you know what I'm saying? And now she got to take care of everybody, like the kids, and he don't have no responsibilities. Like that's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Because now you you're abusing, you're abusing that power.
1: I feel like women are just so, um, they're just. I don't know seen almost as not needed in a lot of these other countries or only needed for one thing i feel that's how i see Mm -hmm. um see it as a woman when i hear things like this and see things um like when like i said my friend is in egypt right now and um there has been times where i think her sister i don't know what her sister a couple of times where she's been hit by a man, and it's like Whatever. it's nothing. You're crazy if you go to the police telling them a man hit you. It's kind of like, and like what, like what? You almost, you're almost gonna get put in jail coming to them <laughs> about you something me so no. minuscule, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, and like I think I, I can't speak on every country. I've been to everyone or researched everyone, but like a lot of countries or uh, you know continents. You know all over got their own sets of things with it like i know even in some parts of africa it was a uh, documentary on vice where they was talking about the um the female circumcisions and they was like mandating them like you know what i'm saying like women ain't have no say in it like they was getting like getting it cut like period like and they looked at it as like unholy if they don't you know so i mean you know it's just something we fighting um so like you said money you know, it's definitely women fighting for rights, and it's a lot worse than it is here. And even though we got stuff to work on too, but
1: shout out to India.
0: Yeah, and it's only for six months, so they still gotta they still gotta go to like have some meetings and whatnot about it. But yeah, it's for six months. So here's my question: If that was, could that be a uh, a law here? Like, could we have triple to lack negative? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> Why not? It's no.
1: Unless it's gonna be for menu. <laughs> you know, you yeah. No, why not?
0: You think it's bad now? No, hey. But what would you use it for? Like, say if it wasn't just for marriage. Like, if you could use triple to like, like for anything, you just say whatever and it'd be gone. Oh, then yeah. And what would you do though? What would it be?
1: Debt, debt, debt. Car payment, car payment, car payment.
0: <laughs> bills, bills, bills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey,
0: yo, I was like, damn, like, yo, I probably would, like, all oh, my shit would be going for a show. Like, I don't know. I probably. Would. Student
2: loans, student loans, student, student loans.
0: Loan. Hey, no, for real. That's real talk. But, no, nah, honestly, I, I couldn't have that powers, though, man, because I definitely, I'd be dead with my wife, too. I'd take care of the kids, but, like, I'd probably be over anything. He'd be like, what you interrupting the game for? <laughs> to, to,
1: lack, lack, to lack, to lack,
0: <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's too <laughs> much power. <laughs> that's. That's, that's, that's too much. much You just can't have I'm saying. it You just, just can't have yeah. it Cause you gotta exercise it It's right. gonna be like to the, to the maximum You said what why the, why the dinner ain't done What <laughs> To lack You got lack. two more You got I got two more Don't say
2: it NMA you better, Don't, don't hey. say it To lack To lack To lack Get the fuck out of it No
1: <laughs> Cause it's crazy too Even when you look at How many times uh, People break up Or take breaks Or separate And then get back together It's like Once you say to like, to like three, three times, times it's over with. It ain't no break. It's
0: raps. It's like, a, a rap, B. It's that's, a rap. Damn. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but that article, you can look it up anywhere, but it's India's Supreme Court has deemed triple to lack unconstitutional. So you could look that up. It's Nobody on uh, last like night magazine. I mean not last, last night newspaper, but yeah, just Google it.
1: I think it's time for uh It's time for my favorite Q. segment.
0: I don't think Chuck been in here for the kicked out the queue
1: no, I nah, don't think, he, I don't you
0: think you've been here. For, so, kicked out the queue. This is our new segment. We basically find something weird, uh, despicable, disgusting, and we point it out. So, just for a rundown, I think we had three so far, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you did two. Yeah, you I did one.
0: one. So, for our first week, we had the vagina stuffer. I think you was here for that one. So, this Asian man was stepping out on his pregnant wife, and uh, basically her, the pregnant wife, and she found out about it. So, the homie squatted up and followed the husband to the hotel where, you know, he was stepping out with his little hooker joint. They held her down and stuffed her vagina full of hot chili peppers. Kicked out the queue. (laughs) That's savage. You can't come to the barbecue after you did that. <laughs> the second week, we discovered something called the ABDL community. We've all heard of LGBT, everything else. ABDL. Adult baby and diaper lover community. So these are grown-ass people that roam the world uh, wearing diapers, bibs, you know, getting pushed around in strollers, and it's a community of them. So before it becomes, you know... Despicable for us to talk about, or we get you know ridiculed for it. We decided to put them on kicked out the queue last week. Last week, we had the whole Issa Rae thing where it was talking about she needs to use condoms in the insecure show. They said she do not show them enough, so we came forward and found out that there's a new company making sticker condoms. So instead of putting it all the way on, you just Slap it on the head of your penis, and somehow that's supposed to stop niggas from getting women pregnant and getting STDs. You're kicked out the queue. <laughs> so I- Imani has it this week. I'm interested to see who's kicked out. <coughs> so, Take it um, from there.
1: This nigga is kicked out the queue, but <laughs> the way I'm going, I'm going to read a DM, he actually sent Angela Yee.
0: I thought so. she was about to say you. I was like, no, no, whoa!
1: No, no. Was <laughs> was so Angela Yee. And Angela Yee basically posted it on her social media to get other people's advice on it. Mm-hmm. So, the DM reads, I have a problem. I have cheated on my girlfriend with her mother. <laughs> I feel so guilty that I just want to tell her to see if we can move forward. But every time I'm about to tell her, her mother gives me money to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I have received over $2,000. And she keeps asking me to sleep with her again. What should I do to move past this? It seems as if her mother is in love with me. But she's still with my girlfriend's father. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is perfect, Amir and Nigel. Chuck, you can get in on this too. <laughs> wait, <laughs> what wait a do minute. y'all think about that? Hey,
2: um Hey, first off, that man's straight player. Hey. Hey. <laughs>
1: How is that player? That's my like... kin.
2: That's
0: my kinfo. Hey, but he's scandalous too though. But he's scandalous, he, well, he scandalous too, though. Well,
1: he's
2: scandalous too, though. All right, wait. He, is is he scandalous or is the mama scandalous? Ooh, oh, they both scandalous. Oh, they both scandalous, man. but I mean, the mama really. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The mama. come on, man.
0: And she paying him. Wait
3: a minute. First she off, him, she, she.
0: First off, man. she could have. She could have just been doing it, like just to keep him quiet. It's like, bro, like. She cashing out. But wait a minute. Like my thing is like, how you. What type of, like, what type of, like, what type of porno movie backstory is this, bro? Like, that is crazy. Hey, man. At what okay. point is that cool, though? Like,
2: hey, man, pimping ain't easy, bro. What was that? Well, How did it happen?
1: Hey, it's a lot of, of things it's, we don't hey, know. Hey, a lot of
2: things we don't know. Okay. We can assume a lot of things. I can come up, the up with a whole story of right the now. Is... Hey, he doing something right. Moms ain't letting that go. Daughter or not,
0: that's that's dumbass
2: ratchet. I mean, but how how do like coming together like events and
0: stuff work? Like you know what I mean? Like
2: hey, come to the to the queue.
0: (laughs) She would never like they both they both kicked out the queue. They gotta be here. They gotta be him and the mama gotta go. I mean, all all, all three. Hey yo, real talk. Hey hey, Nigel, you ever had a situation like that, bro? No,
2: I haven't. I have not been blessed with that opportunity yet in my life. You lifetime. ain't been
1: blessed. <laughs> the
3: mama knew what she was doing. It. Exactly. She you ain't knew. been
1: blessed with the opportunity to sleep. Wait with a your minute, friend's mother.
0: But she was paying him a thousand dollars a wop. I mean, how? two thousand, right? Or no? Or he made? He said he was up to two thousand dollars and wants to keep paying him. Yeah. And As, still getting his issue. You know, at some point, like you know, you got to take one for the team, man. I don't know what his financial situation was like. You know what I mean? He might have been having to do what he had to do. Hey, the but, mom
2: might have... You know what I mean? She might have been a beautiful black woman. You don't know how much older... Look. You know? Wow. I'm going to
1: keep it solid. I see why y'all are single. <laughs> like, I literally understand. Hey. Literally, probably every time I indulge in conversation with y'all, I'm like, <laughs> makes sense. makes sense.
2: I'm not going to lie. I've seen some... Young women who I've encountered, whose mother's been beautiful, nigga, and amazing. I'm just saying, I, you know, if I would have met the mom first and had the opportunity, I would have,
1: you know. <laughs> loyal. What's up, moms?
0: These hoes ain't loyal.
1: These Nigels ain't loyal. <laughs> well, My ain't right either. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. So anyway, that's kicked out the queue, man, for this week. So we'll we'll make sure we post that hey, article. Shout for out you guys. to moms. Hey, money, that was a good one, man. That was definitely yeah, a good I told
1: one.
3: You.
0: <laughs> Yeah, mom's is a she's a beast. Hey, Young hey, Sav,
3: she wanted to continue.
0: <laughs> she said, and she he said he said, All and right. she's still paying me. She's still paying me. What am I supposed to do? But why he asked Angela Yee for advice? Like, I don't a, know. Cause he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's a mark. Anyway. Uh that was that Yeah, wow. Was anyway, make sure you follow us on all uh, social media, man. At, uh GetFarMagazine.com is the number one magazine for black culture. G E T F A R getfarmagazine.com and on all social media handles. And uh, Imani got some videos popping.
1: You know, per usual, be sure to check out my YouTube channel. You can find me on there under Imani Shani. New videos weekly.
0: Yo, uh, Nigel, you got a drop to make? Like, I mean, what's up, man? A pimp named Mo better.
2: A pimp named Mo better coming soon. A short story, short film. I be ready. To Maybe a documentary. On Why? <laughs> Why? you need to follow him on Twitter? That's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> that's how you do family. That's kind of cool, you know.
1: At least I told you before I
2: did it. I mean, I don't be that wild. Um, oh, real quick. Oh hey, Kyrie traded to Boston. Right quick. What's up, Nigel? What you got to say? That's a retarded trade for both sides
0: I don't really think that's I don't really like that yeah it happened I don't like that Kyrie wait Boston got yeah Boston Boston got got Kyrie Kyrie. the Cavs got Isaiah Thomas Jay Crowder the Nets the Nets 2018 first round pick and a rookie yeah I mean, I just don't like it. I mean, the only thing good. I don't know if i like to trade for either team to keep it Yeah, that's what I'm saying,
2: for either team. But the only thing good about for Cleveland, they can start IT. They still got Derrick Rose coming off the bench, so you don't got to, you know, use him up that much. Right. And, you know what I mean, you still got Crowder, you know what I mean, and most likely you'll probably get,
0: excuse me, D-Wade. But I feel like they got, like, almost, they got too many of them. Like, they got, like, I feel like Jay Crowder. Uh, Iman Shumpert And JR It's like all the same year. thing They didn't have nothing last year though No but I'm just saying Like I feel like All three of them Is like the same thing though Now if D-Wade get there That'll help Yeah that's what I'm saying I, I think d wade That's just something they need I
2: mean they just need More weapons now When they get to the finals It ain't gonna help They still gonna lose
0: Yo you know? sh- shout out to my man Kyrie and all the white joints He about to be smashing In Boston bro <laughs> You know that's all he dates Right You know that he had a white girls-only boat party after they, after they won the championship two years ago. I did hear about that. He said a white girl. But he used to talk to us her name. Didn't he used to talk to... Uh, Kaylani Long? Yeah, he talked to Kaylani. Yeah. look yeah. Kaylani look almost kind of Asian, though.
1: Kaylani Ke- <laughs> is a mixture of some things, but she definitely black.
0: She is black. But she kind of look Asian and Mexican or something like that.
1: Or something like that.
0: Huh? Got to get this
2: stress off. Yeah. What you right, I want to get this stress off my heart right now. My favorite, excuse me, my favorite player, Melo, still in New York. I need him to go to Houston or somewhere. Um, he's in this terrible situation, and as a Nick, um, I don't want to see him in Cleveland. that would be terrible. But. uh
0: I don't think Melo going nowhere, man. I think Melo about don't, to play don't, that but contract why would you?
2: But why would you want to wish something like that? Like, what, what type of man is you? That's like, not you know that
0: I, mean? I wish it on. I like Melo. But I just think, I think, he already said he only want to go, like, one place, like Houston. Yeah, so, how, you he know, don't want to go to Cleveland we gonna, no We're going
2: to find a way to make that happen.
0: You know what I mean? I guess, man.
2: Anything can happen. You know what Mello I mean?
0: Need H- Melo needs some good news. Free hoodie Melo, man. Melo needs some good news because after what happened, I'm glad... Lala, cut it off. Hey, look! Shout out power. to Lala
2: for getting out the car. You yeah. know what I mean? You're a real one, Lala. You, you redeemed yourself. I'm happy about that. You know Lala what I mean? Stupid. No, I'm just saying, Lala broke my heart. You, you know, don't watch power it. Though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying she no, broke my heart. No, but
1: we talked about this on the episode before look. about her showing her
3: boobies or something. Nah, she was, was having a little hot, deeper than that hot
0: and bothered sex scenes.
1: She's also an actress, and that's her cool.
0: So. <laughs> anyway, shout out
2: to Lala. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man Hoodie Milo.
0: You yep. know what I mean? So all of that. This next joint we got, I want to hear what Chuck got to say too, cause Chuck, you know, he's had some, he's had some cool like Facebook posts we've had about some of this stuff. Like, Chuck, he had the one with the little boy and stuff. So I'm interested to see what he had to say about this. So, anyway, so you know, the big thing is like Confederate flags is getting taken down, Confederate monuments, all that kind of stuff, right? So anyway, it's a school in Alabama where. I guess they had the Confederate flag up somewhere in the school, something like that. You know, Alabama racist as hell. So anyway, they took it out. (laughs) They took it out. Uh, So a lot of the, you know, redneck parents is in there, like, you know, if if the Confederate flag gotta come down, like all the flags are like people's personal preferences and shit like that gotta come down. So one of the flags, one of the teachers had like a gay flag up in the room. So. They was, like, they signing all these petitions to make sure that this flag, the gay flag, get taken out the classroom because the Confederate flag got taken down. Thoughts? (laughs) I'll say this. I think, one, you can't compare the Confederate flag and no gay flag. Like, that's – I mean, first of all, those two completely different things. Like, so you already putting them – like, it's like comparing an evil – That's done despicable things and then, you know, people's personal preference, whatever. So I think that's the number one issue. Second thing I think is twofold. Like, if you're going to have... I think if it was a younger school, like, if it was, like, elementary, kindergarten, like, anything like that, I don't think I would want my kids to have that up in the room. That's just me. I don't know. But... For high school, I think they might be a little bit older. I mean, they learning how to deal with stuff like that in high school. We got classes and things like that, so I don't think it's as big of a deal. So uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting that they said since the Confederate flag got to get taken down, you got to take the gay flag down too.
1: Mm. Thoughts? I mean, <clears throat> I think I agree with you on that one. Where obviously you can't compare the two flags, but as a parent just only solely looking at the um, the rainbow flag, I don't think I think that's something that should be in high school or around kids when they're older. If you are eighth grade and under, I don't think you really need to see that flag every day when you go to school and have questions about it and then your teacher might be telling you one thing about it, but then as your mama I'm telling you something else at home so I don't think nah I think like you said in high school when they're a little bit older
0: right. cause you got think. all sorts of like human sexuality classes mm-hmm. and shit like that in high school like yeah, we exactly. had those where we study all of you that don't type have of stuff
1: those, um,
0: in elementary school and yeah. uh, kindergarten all that type of stuff so yeah what you think Nigel? Um,
2: I w- I've actually you know I help coach yeah, yeah, yeah. the basketball team. Right. So our the gym that we practice in is in a middle school. Oh, uh, okay. And they have the rainbow flag in that particular middle school mm-hmm. that we practice in. So it's in my I have a niece that goes to that school. Mm-hmm. So it's been times I'm on my way to practice, leaving to practice and I'm seeing these flags in the office, in certain classrooms and I just felt kinda, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't think this needs to be here, or not even necessarily just here in the school, for that grade level, but for any school. I just think, you know, like I just think that conversation or that lesson, that life lesson needs to be taught at home. Mm -hmm. That's just me, like, you know, regardless to, you know, the time that we in, I still think that's something for parents to teach their kids, educate their kids on. I don't think that needs to be educated in school, especially in middle school. Yeah.
0: Because like, yeah. You know. I know for me, like, I, we got all of that at home. Like, because I know everybody's situation is mm. different. I know that's sometimes the reason why they teach you stuff at school is because you may not be getting it from home. But I think it's just interesting because it's in a time where, like you said, a lot of that, you know, a lot of that is coming into the school. Like, even with the bathrooms, they just got it passed in. I think all of San Jose, like, they got mm. the bathrooms, like, everything is. Split now. So, not split, but together. So, all the male and females, like, they all share the same bathrooms down in in San Jose. And uh, I think a couple schools, like, in the Bay started doing it, but not, like, everybody. So, it's something. What you think, Chuck?
3: I mean... For me, I mean, it is what it is. I, I just have to live in today's reality because, I mean, keep it real, from, I, I used to go to school, I ain't tripping in the, in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, none of this was dealt with. Right. So today, in this day and age, it's just something that you do kind of in some ways have to accept. Right. But I am also agreeing with Nigel that this should be a conversation at home, more or less, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, again, what you mentioned, at the end of the day, you know, Racism and straight racism, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. with that correct confederate flag versus preference, right? With you know, you know, having the rainbow flag up, but you know, even both conversations to be real with you should still be at home. Both right. conversations, uh, you know, yeah, well, yeah. racism should be out out front, but really, it's more so, you know, both of them are just to to what you what you think you should bring to your kids first, right? And the schools, to me, you know, that's just a big thing that that now you have to accept that type of uh, reality that, you know, people have a choice of preference versus, you know, growing up with us, it was just like, hey, you gotta go through all the way K through 12. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of the standard of what it is. Then when you get grown and you want to do what you, you, you want to do, do. Right. right you know what I'm saying, you out your parents' house or whatever, like right. that mentality, you know, that's, that's what that was
0: about. Yeah, nah, I agree, because like, I mean, it's like we had all said, like, I think just growing up, those was conversations you had with your parents, one. And I think just as a child, like an adolescent, like you're not even done dealing with like male and female yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you just having that, like dealing with that as a boy, like, you know, what's clothes I should wear as a girl. Like she might be a tomboy or something like that. And she's still growing into her womanhood. So you still learning all of that, you know what I'm saying, as a youngster. So for you to throw something else completely all the way out the loop on them, you know what I'm saying? I think it can add more confusion to the pot. So, I mean, I, I agree with what all of you guys are saying. I think it's just its just a time where, honestly, the parents, like, is more important than ever. The parents got to step up and be good parents. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm exactly. saying?
3: Or just that, just the community mindset as a whole. Everybody should kind of be thinking like this. Like, right. real, you know, like, we come from that hip-hop culture where it's, it's, it's heavy misogyny, like, we promote, quote-unquote, multiple women and mm-hmm. all this type of thing. I feel like it's, it's just a time for everybody to step back
0: mm-hmm. and, and
3: think about the youngsters and the mm-hmm. influence that all of our, you know, all of our elements is making on
0: them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Cool. You had something you wanted to say, Carmen? You sure? <laughs> okay. That's a bet. So, yeah, great, great, great point, y'all. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, it's a, it was an interesting video, man, that, that came out. Both of y'all two got a chance to look at it. I watched it a little bit earlier. But the NYPD, uh, it's an association within the NYPD. It's called the Sergeant Benevolent Association. They released a video called Blue Racism. And in the video, they basically are talking about how racism against the police is the new form of racism. And it's something that they have to deal with. Every day, they're not looked at as human beings or black or white or Mexican. They're looked at as blue and they get discriminated against. Uh, they get killed. And it was a real long, what well, was it, maybe like five minutes? Like three, three, yeah, three four and minutes. And a half, yeah, three and a half, four minute video. Sad music, you know what I'm saying? Like, the police is just like, you know what I'm saying? They don't know what to do with themselves. Like, you know, they really going through it more than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? They were showing protest. They quoted Martin Luther King, you know, one day we can all live here together and free and yada, yada, yada. And I was personally offended by it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it, it really seemed like something, again, that was them police officers not taking accountability. Uh, for the actions, uh, they say it's few of them, but yet rarely we ever hear about any of them outing any of those police because we know about the culture of the police. Like, you know, that's like a big fraternity in itself. Like, you can't out nobody because you going to get outed. So they decided to skip over that and talk about how everything they're going through and how hard it is for them. And to me, it was just a slap in the face to the... Eric Gardner's, the Tamir Rice's, like, that was shot down, killed and like, cold blood. Mike Brown's, like, that really was out there minding their own business and just got gunned down. Like, you know what I'm saying? We understand being police is a tough job. We know it's good police. But for them to basically turn blue, which is your uniform, and compare that to a skin color that we don't have no choice to walk around with. Like, we can put on whatever kind of uniform we want. We can't cover up our faces. You know what I'm saying? That's something we got to walk around with every day. For them to compare a uniform that they can step in and out of to the skin that we got to deal with every day, I thought was extremely disrespectful, man. And uh, I thought it was even worse because just over the weekend, the black uh, NYPD police officers, they came out and did a whole press conference in support of Colin Kaepernick Mm-hmm. And them saying he needs to get back into the NFL Everything he's talking about is real Like there is corrupt police You know black people are going through it And then it just seemed very strategic For the NYPD to drop some blue racism video Like three days after they did that So I was disgusted man I was hot Like so I don't know man <laughs> I really I don't know
1: I
2: felt the same way pretty much like blue is nowhere near a race like that's your occupation Um, if we keep it as simple as possible you have an occupation to uphold law to protect and to serve Mm -hmm. and you these individuals who have this job have not been protecting or serving everyone, mm-hmm. which is the reason why everyone does not feel um, safe w- with these individuals who are claiming racism. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, this occupation they have is not a race. It's a job. Their job is to protect citizens of the United States of America. In the process of them doing their job, they've been murdering citizens of the United States of America. Mario Woods was shot down, like, by X amount of police officers right here in San Francisco not too long ago for nothing. Like, Mike Brown... Eric Gardner, we 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 can go on. Sean Bell, Bell, like Sandra Bland, like how many people without being without being convicted, and they feel threatened. Like I've never seen um, a police officer have to necessarily fear for their lives. And don't get me wrong, I have police officers in my family. I know police officers. I see police officers every day. there definitely are some good police officers that actually go out there and want to do their job, but don't get it twisted whatsoever to think that to just put that out there like they're the victim. Like you said, it's just disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's <laughs> nothing to
0: really it's like. Like you just disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like, and I did a little research too. So they said, and this was from 2015, but it was 991 people killed by police in 2015. None of them were convicted. Uh, 2017, this is just so far, we just in August, 624 people have been killed by the police. You know what I'm saying? But they're the victims, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it's clearly an issue. And uh, go ahead, though, Bonnie, I know you had something to say.
1: Yeah, I think um, a big issue, too, is not enough um, higher authority policemen, I guess chiefs, um, whatever, or sheriffs, whatever the highest police officers, not enough of them are coming up and saying that they see the wrong that these police officers are doing. I don't think we see enough of that, and that's part of the problem. Because if you can sit there and have so many people so vocal about what's going on, and you don't see anything like it, and you still feel like you're the victim, that's a problem. And it's, I don't know, to me it's almost like Insane, how you could literally see something and then still try to turn it around and make it so that, well, but we're like this because, or this happened because...
0: It's always an excuse. It's you like,
1: know? no, at the end of the day, what I'm not seeing is enough policemen being accountable for what they're doing. And I feel like that's kind of just like what it is. Like, be accountable. It's It's not... The people that they come after, too, aren't always innocent either, Mm -hmm. and um, I don't want to make it like that at all, All but um, I just don't see enough police officers being accountable. Mm
2: -hmm. I I understand they have an oath amongst each other, but at what point does your oath overshadow right and wrong? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we understand um, why you have that oath for your brotherhood. You know the people that you um, risk your life for. You know what I mean when you doing your job. But again, you're also supposed to be for the pe- for the people as well. Your main oath. Your, your main oath. You know what I mean. So at what point does it become? You know what I noticed. My brother. You know what I mean? Like, that I'm going out here and, um, you know what I mean, risking my life for every day, but this just ain't right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Period, point blank. You know what I mean? Um, Regardless if it's one of my brothers um, in a police force in California or in New York or in in Florida or Minnesota or wherever. You know what I mean? Like, when does right trample everything Everything else else, you know what (laughs) i
0: mean and that's what we still waiting for and i think that's why it was so important uh that i think the nfl players are still uh supporting cap uh for what he had kneeled for and you know really took a stand for but really took a knee for uh which is the mistreatment of people of color with police and um just a real quick thing that uh that we was all waiting for but the first white player took a knee Last night, uh, Seth and he plays for the Cleveland Browns, so he's a white guy, but it was 12 Cleveland Browns that took mm-hmm. a knee last night during the uh, national anthem, and I think it was maybe three or four other ones that stood there with their hands on uh, the guy's shoulders. And the guy, Seth DeValve, he said the reason why he did it, uh, one, is because he just believed in it, but two, he has an African-American wife. He's a white guy. He has an African-American wife, and the main thing he said, the reason he's doing it, is because his kids uh, his kids weren't going to look like him. And I thought that was that was powerful. He said, as a white guy who said, his kids weren't going to look like him because his wife is black, and he knows there's certain things that they're going to have to deal with that he will not have to deal with. So he completely understands, and it'd be wrong of him not to take a stand. So... I think it's just interesting that it's all boiling up like right before this week one, you know, we're a few weeks away because now a lot of people, like, even the white guys ain't safe no more. Now, like, they're going to have to start answering questions. Before it was kind of just the black guys. But now it's like, don't just say you're my brother on the football field. If I say, like, I'm having a problem and you're with me and it's a problem in my community, we feel like we're having a problem. We can have a breast cancer awareness month. We can have a Mexican Heritage Month in the NFL. We can have a a Salute Your Service Month in the NFL. If 70% of the NFL is black, when are we gonna address an issue that most of the black men in the NFL have an issue with? And that's what we're talking about right now, which is this police reform and our interactions every day with police. And that's what they're kneeling for. So at some point, these white billionaire owners, are going to have to listen to their players. And these white teammates are going to have to listen to their teammates and, uh, you know, really address the uh, issue at hand because it's not about the gesture anymore, which was the kneeling and all of that, which it never was about. It's about how can them as a league step forward to help out the situation. And I think that's where
1: we're at.
0: <clears throat> so... Last topic of the day. This is our favorite joint, man. Ms. well Issa Rae. Yeah, what? It's one of our favorite shows. We got a few favorite shows. We got Power.
1: Well, y'all got Power.
0: You haven't watched it? Oh, yeah. You have watched Power. We got, we got Ballers with The Rock. We got Claws. That just finished up. My show. Yeah. We don't watch Game of Thrones like None that. None of that. None of that. No. But I'm trying to get into it.
1: I might want to check that out,
0: though. I might want to check that out. But Insecure. So, why don't you take them through a little bit of what happened and we can get some more ignorant ass relationship advice from Nigel. (laughs) That's what I'm here for, y'all. That's what
2: I'm
0: here for. Reason why he will
2: be
1: unfollowed on all social media this week.
2: Yeah, they love me.
1: Please. Anyway, last week's episode of Insecure. What was the rundown? So, Issa... Started kicking it with her her ex, because her and Daniel used to date, right?
0: I don't think they used. To,
1: did they used to date? They used to date. Yeah. Okay. Her and Daniel used to date.
0: Daniel, for anybody who doesn't know, this is the joint he she smashed while she was with
1: Lawrence her, last her boyfriend. season. Right, right. So this season, last episode, her and uh, her and Daniel are back to getting it in or whatever. But she is also. You know, exploring her singleness, and you know, Easy. dating multiple people.
0: Well, not she just she just honed.
1: And then we have Lawrence, who has found out that she is still talking, getting down with Daniel again, and he 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 a little hurt. We had that scene where he was on. Daniel's Facebook on his Instagram. we all, been his there. Pictures. We've all been there. I asked Amir, he said he's been through it. Oh, my bad. Nigel, I'm sure you have.
2: I, I creeped around like twice, you know, somebody's social media just so you know I'm being nosy like twice in my life.
1: I feel like you kind of lowballed that number, but it's happened. We've all been through it.
0: Just some more than others some more than yeah. others.
1: We have Molly, who this this last episode was interesting to me. She was super... It seemed like now, in this season, she was kind of calm on... Down. She was calmed down and she was kind of more so on the path of, of settling down, finding someone to settle down with. Because first season, she was she was east of this season. So now, she's trying to calm down. I think she dated... Um, kind of a, a, a boring lawyerish type dude that came with her to her mom and dad's little uh, shindig but she also found out that her father had cheated on her mother at some time during their relationship like when they was younger when they were younger. So she got super upset about that and it kind of influenced her idea to sleep with a friend of hers. That she was kind of on the fence about at first because he's in an open marriage. She open was like, marriage. "Hell no, I don't want to be associated That's with that." That's not your shit.
0: That's not your shit. Open marriage, y'all.
1: But she went back on it because her father had stepped out on her mother at some point, point. and uh, that was last week's episode. So you
0: know, you know, Insecure is the perfect place for relationship topics. So. Imani it represents
1: everybody.
0: Yeah, it does. So Imani had an interesting take, or I guess some questions, I guess maybe on cheating. Because they were old, you know, older.
1: I want to see how y'all felt. I kind of know how you felt, I guess, So I guess more so than But the people don't. Okay, true, 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 true. <laughs> How do y'all feel, Mira and I, about... I guess going back to Molly's parents about the dad cheating on the mom during the relationship and then how it kind of caused really Molly did. to turn down. Yeah. Let me hear from both of y'all.
0: So the question, so wait, so get it right. The question is like, do Probably. you feel, do you feel like it should be an issue? Like that your parents cheat or like, okay. what's the, like, is that an unbreakable sin? Like, what's the question?
1: The question is if, if. Your parents are, let's say, in their 60s or 70s. You found out your father cheated on your mom when they was in their 30s. Mm-hmm. How do you take that information now when they're in their 60s or 70s is what I want to know.
2: That ain't got nothing to do with me. Me? Like, that's their... <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, that, that's their relationship. And something happens in people's relationships to cause certain situations. So, how can I... Okay, my dad cheats on my on my mom, so because my dad cheated on my mom for whatever reason at that particular point in time, I'm supposed to say, oh, so I'm going to do that to who I'm with? Nah, that's not really, that doesn't really make sense. Because my situation and their situation can be totally different. So.
1: Nah. True that. Yeah.
0: yeah, nah, and I feel like, I feel like it's what we was going back to earlier. I feel like it's like, you know, how serious... Now how yeah like basically how serious do people take that you know till death do us part thing you know what I'm saying and how far does that go so if you could work that out like and my mom's worked it out and they cool with it like not cool with it but you know they got over it like I can't be sit here and be mad I would have questions like you know what I'm saying cause I'm a young man you know what I'm saying I hope I can get married one day so like You know, it would be like, you know, Pops, what got you to that point? Like, what made you step out on moms? Like, you know what I'm saying? What was the climate of the relationship? What would y'all have done better? Would y'all have went to counseling? You know what I'm saying? Should y'all have took a vacation? Like, you know, what you think could have prevented it? And those would be my questions. It would be more so questions as opposed to, like, me just being upset that he did it. Like, especially if it was something that happened, like, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I just think, Yeah. I think it's just. I think it's it's a non-issue. I th- not that it's a non-issue. I think it's a non-issue if it's like later on. But I think it's it could be good talking points. You know what I'm saying for our family. You know what I'm saying if they find out about it. I Another question. That. Okay.
1: This season <laughs> is Lawrence hoeing.
0: Is
2: he hoeing? Is he hoeing? He's mm-hmm. single. I didn't ask that. But he, how is he hoeing? <laughs>
1: Don't answer a question with a question. This season Imani. is Lawrence Hoen. No. Okay. Nah,
0: he not. Nah. He like with two joints, right? Nah, really like one. He was with one joint. Like, I he mean. He with the same. Like, yeah, I mean, how many joints together.
2: you got to be with and be considered a hoe? Like. Yeah. Ain't going back to, you know, Eisa. he's and in the one
1: little, you know what I mean? You just called. Issa a this season. Yeah. So that goes back to you saying that. How is she any different from Lawrence?
0: Okay. So I got In a, both
1: of their single lives.
0: I got a perfect reason for why. One, you can't just give up the goods any and every way, bruh. Like, she went, she's going on Tinder and Soul Swipe, bruh, with the purpose of, like, yo, like, when you coming to get them.
1: This nigga Lawrence gave up the D for some groceries, nigga. so continue. But wait a minute. The niggas gotta eat. Continue. Niggas gotta eat, bruh. Nigga's,
0: nigga's, nigga's, niggas gotta eat. Hey, uh, niggas gotta, gotta eat ramen <laughs> no. like, just noodles for the rest of their life. Hey, if sex
1: with somebody for some groceries? No
0: yeah. he was hungry, though. <laughs>
1: Niggas gotta eat. You don't got homeboys. Y'all both need. They wasn't there though. Y'all both need better. No, nah, they wasn't there though. No. Y'all but nah, both need better. Nah, on friends. some real. No, nah, on some real. Holland, then is home. No,
0: on some real though. But if Issa, bro, Holland, Lawrence, she had. So. He had. He had two joints. One he was consistent with. The other joint happened off some flute type stuff. Bro, Issa been like getting it in. Bro, getting it popping. Like searching, seeking, destroy. Bro, Issa. You, but you can sex. see the difference, though.
1: No, Isa has had sex with her her neighbor Humble, <laughs> and back to somebody that she dated before Daniel.
0: Okay, how so about how about the Latin dude?
1: She didn't have sex with the Latin dude,
0: but she wanted to.
1: Right? What do you? What does? she wanted to
0: so what she that, that's the intent that, that, like I mean, that's the intent to do. so in like a, in a, so here's a, my question she had the opportunity so you it's said you said two episodes ago you said what makes you a hoe like this is what you said if someone knows you in a relationship they don't always have to cheat to be a hoe if they're trying to come after your man yeah, you did say okay. that. if they try if they're trying to come <laughs> after your man and they know that you in a relationship yeah she a hoe so if you sitting there trying to seek and destroy everything Everything that you swiping right on.
1: All I'm saying is, is <laughs> no. Issa is the hoe. Lawrence is the hoe. It's okay, two different situations. Isla Lawrence, a hoe. They What's both it? single. Like I mean, they, they both hoes, according to y'all.
2: Quick question: Who's the biggest hoe? Issa Who? Oh, I thought you was pointing Tasha. at me.
0: <laughs> Issa or Tasha? Issa or Tasha from what? Tasha from Power. Ghostway Oh, you don't want. Watch. Watch oh yeah, Tasha. Off top. She's up with the lawyer. You can't smash your your husband's lawyer like, that's crazy. And his driver, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, she was kind of ho-ish
2: since like season one, episode one. Okay. I, mean, that's, I, mean, I mean, I mean, she wasn't getting no attention.
0: Um, the only way you're not considered a hoe if you're cheating. This is this is my number one thing. It's one rule where you will not be considered a hoe if you're cheating. If it's an extreme upgrade, if your girl end up sleeping with Denzel, you can't be mad at that. It's just like, you know, nigga Denzel, nigga, it mean. just, you know, that nigga put us in the movie, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Be but if she go from you to like, I don't know. You know what I mean, Done her wrong. I feel
1: like I lost Something. brain cells this episode talking to y'all. I'm like, just saying crazy.
0: So this is my last question. Last joint. <laughs> So, let me ask you, Nigel, because mm-hmm. this is, we we was having a discussion about what it takes to be a side nigga, like, and I know you won, so, this is.
3: What?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Disrespect. I didn't know.
1: Nigel, really? so I'm just listening.
0: I know you lived that life. So, this is why I decided to ask you. So, so wait a minute. Nah, nah, nah. That's new to me. But Nah, but. Disrespect. Nah, but wait a minute. So. This is the question, though. This is the okay. question. All right. So, Daniel, right? So, she was, no, Daniel was, Issa was, she had a boyfriend. She had a man. Daniel is the other guy. Now, Manu, you said that you thought that he didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll just take your joint. Your so, assuming you don't know that the girl you're talking to has a man, you end up getting with her, right? She curve <laughs> you, though, after you sleep with her. Like, she don't want nothing to do with you, right? Okay. Okay. She comes back, apologizes. Y'all start getting it popping again. Okay. And then she says, yo, like, this is just what it's going to be like. But you want a relationship, but she don't want no relationship with you. But she's still smashing you. The best but you b- want a relationship. That's not a side
2: nigga, though. That's a crazy, insane person. <laughs> <laughs> you get the best of both worlds. Like, I get the... <laughs> But why the, then why it's a crazy the, insane person? Because you want a relationship where you can just knock these down and not. But have to nah, worry but about it's it. like you love her. Like
0: it's like see this is you, hard see this is for me. you to understand. <laughs> <laughs> so you get you getting the answer from me. <laughs> but we asking you hypothetically. Hypothetically if it, if if it was, I was someone in you love and she didn't want to be with you, but she's still sleeping with you.
2: I'm not gonna keep sleeping with her to keep putting myself in certain situations. You don't think that's a side
0: nigger, though? No. If you love her and you wanna be with her, but she like, nah, but y'all can keep. Nah, cause a side nigga is a nigga who
2: whoa, hold on, time out. I think that's a side nigga. Like. He got side nigga quality. Because you playing sideway positions, like.
1: I don't think that's
2: he got right. a side nigga quality. You a side, like you got she a priority. Might be using him, he might she might be using him for certain things that he has. That her man don't got. That's some side shit. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. So, so you nigga, not the main you're not the main course. You're not the baked nigga. chicken. I'm gonna be fucking with you, but you, I don't love you, right, like, nigga. I don't love you. So you're not. You not the may baked make chicken. me laugh on Friday and Saturdays, but nigga, like nigga, I'm going to church with my man on Sunday, right?
0: So you're the baby This the baked chicken. That's what she wants. The baked chicken. You could be the asparagus, the carrots, I the cranberries. The good for you something on the side. That's all I'm saying. That's a side nigga position. I
1: don't think
0: I don't agree with that. That's I, I, it. If you love someone and you being hurt by her, like because she just don't want to be with you, but you keep sticking around, like you playing a side role position. I mean, females do it every think. day. Anyway, that's it. That's I all. Don't
1: I don't agree with that. I think at that. All.
0: So maybe that's the question we can ask America. What? Okay. That is that a good one? What, what What's the criteria for a side nigga? For a side nigga. That's the that's the question. We will tweet that out for the rest of the week and we will come with the best responses next week. We will read them on the show. Sound good?
1: We can
0: do that. All right. Word. What is a side negative? Anyway, good job, y'all.
1: Y'all are dumb.
0: <laughs> are you in the episode on a negative note? Like <laughs> no, we, we don't.
1: Negative. It's just <laughs> <laughs> It's just something I've realized.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, hey, Big nice. thanks for uh, stepping in again. You feel me? Imani, whatever. Man, you know it's all love. Hey. Man. Hey. Up. Carmen, thanks for sitting there with us today. Big Chuck Johnson again. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Imani. Thanks for
1: tuning in, guys. Hakuna Matata, niggas. Peace.
0: Peace. Peace.